welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or you listen to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. We've got mazes of drama to unpack. From Lizzo to Scooter to a relationship between a drag race star and a bachelor, it's time for the Pop 5 Week to wrap up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. And joining me this week is Scout Sonner. Hello. Everyone's favorite. Um, We are here. It is now officially September. And yes, friends, I'm now depressed because I have fall depression. I do not like the fall. I hate the fall. I don't want the fall. It's winter that gets me see winter i don't mind because that's when my birthday is the fall i don't like because things die yeah that's fair does not work with my palate um no fall allergies are the worst like spring allergies but fall allergies yeah and 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 also it's like you it's tied to like the end of summer and i hated that like i i was a swimmer so i loved being in the pool so when you said no you have to go back to school i said fuck that shit so that's why i worked at um, camp you're telling me yeah they literally yeah. told me I had um, to go back inside at the end of the summer. Yeah, not cute, not cute. All right, we're going to be taking five pop culture topics, headlines, stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in the given week, so some of your favorites not, might, might not be included, but if you want us to discuss something, reach out, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. Promise me no promises. I'm literally going to get a soundboard just for that. <laughs> we just should, for the we Demi should. Lovato um, of promise me no promises. <laughs> At some point when like this podcast like blows up and oh. I have like someone to do all that fun stuff, this this show will be uh, y'all. It's gonna be over. Just imagine the soundboard I would have during my um, drag race recaps. Right, It'd be so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. All right, she's feeling good as hell now that she's fighting back. Team Lizzo alleges that her dancers were happy in the various situations that she has allegedly put them in. From happily convorting backstage with topless dancers to audition videos featuring glowing comments from Lizzo that were, you know, from a period where things had changed. Of course, the dancers are saying that Lizzo and her attorney are, quote, victim shaming. Well, nothing that is being countersued changes any facts. Um, And I think that's the thing that, like, keeps getting me is, like, she's not saying it didn't happen. She's just coloring it in a different way. So what's next? How's the saga going to end? Are we canceling Lizzo? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely one of those things that seems like very weirdly complicated. And I'm sure that the truth is somewhere between the two stories, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like funny to me. I mean, like we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but like it was funny to me when it was like when the first person she hired was like the lawyer everyone hires when they fuck up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's almost an admission of guilt right there. <laughs> right. Right. And and that's what's so weird about this. Like, I, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Obviously, Beyonce has because Beyonce's now said her name at the concerts again. So I yeah. guess they're cool. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, we we are in this weird time where we have to believe victims and everything. But 
are there are people taking advantage of the system and that that's the unfortunate part about it yeah i don't know that again i don't i don't know that it's any one person taking advantage of the system i think that i mean the system in itself inherently is like you know flawed and issues and yeah and um i mean i will also say just from like a personal standpoint like I, i don't mind lizzo's music but she makes like mall music, you know. It's like I'm not. It's not like I'm so bumping Lizzo every the... day. It's not like I had to like remove her from. You're the not listening to the Lizzo track from the Barbie soundtrack every day. Oh, I mean, I, when I was listening to the Barbie soundtrack every day, I did. But <laughs> oh, you're over it now. You moved on. Yeah, I'm. I'm moving. I'm moving phases. What What am I on right now? Are you Are you now just going to be playing tension on repeat? Well, that's what I was. I was. I started doing that a few weeks ago, so I'm already a little played out on that one. I literally well, forgot new, that I had ten, that. The new, yeah, the new Kylie song. It's pretty good. I'm not so not good. as good as Badam Badam, but it's it's so good. She's. I mean, yeah, but it's like. I mean, I don't. I still don't really get how Badam got as big as it did, especially here in the states, because. It's this a hit. stupid, silly nonsense. It's song a stupid, silly nonsense sex. song. But she also like, I like. I think there's other summers that had she released it, it wouldn't have worked. Like, I think it's specifically the fact that there yeah. was kind of a bit of a, a bit of a void in like pop music over the summer. And I mean, I mean there were people releasing things, but I just like I can't think of one big summer release. No big stars. Yeah, from like a big pop. Um, name. I mean, yeah, her her biggest rival was another fellow Aussie, Troy Sivan. <sighs> Mind your business, bitch. Okay, moving forward. Here's one for the reality verse no one saw coming. After former Bachelor contestant Josh Sheeter revealed he was alive and well after an Instagram post claimed he had died, former drag race star Monica Beverly Hills claimed that it was all a hoax and it was not a hack post. Oh, and allegedly they are exes. Sater claims they were never romantically linked, though alleged screenshots prove otherwise, as they may or may not have been in a short-term relationship. Not a soul can clock those receipts, but isn't it wild that we're talking about a man faking his death, but the drama of the story is whether or not he dated a trans drag queen? Do you think this is a situation of two reality stars wanting more time in the spotlight, or is there some deeper romantic spat that's going to get them on some reality show in the future. I mean, why well, it can be a little bit of both, you know. Maybe it's a coordinated attack. Maybe, maybe they just, yeah. maybe they got back together and had coffee one day and said, you know, what's the craziest thing we could do? Yeah. Um. Obviously, this I've saw I've seen the I screenshots. Even, like, like literally, one yeah. of the posts is taken by Monica Beverly Hills, and like, you, you don't say that unless you're like linked, yeah. right? Yeah. You don't have it taken in your um, uh, bio, do you? No. Not yet? You're no. not official then? Mm-mm. It's I mean, been a I year, but I'm like, I'm official, care. but I'm not like, taken. I put little, you don't want the screenshots. Little... I, I... <laughs> uh, I can't be exposed like that. Um. Now, Josh Cedar, I don't know anything about him. Allegedly, he is bisexual. Never heard this um, before. Uh, yeah, I don't watch The Bachelor, and I'm not going to start now. Even though The Golden Bachelor, uh, this looks like I don't know if you've seen things, but it looks oh, like it's going to be old people drama because uh, every single lady is over the age of sixty. Yeah, the 
I've only watched a few. I've watched like two seasons of The Bachelorette and like two seasons of The Bachelor. And it's kind of funny because the mom of The Bachelor on one of the seasons I watched is in she's right. like competing and it's funny right. i was just like i like I've, I've literally only watched what like two seasons and it's, of course it's like Matt's and you know mom, matt but... james's mom is going to go toward the end at least because that plot line is going to be yeah. brilliant she's also i mean i, I remember um, her being fun in his season of bachelor song mm-hmm. my um, mom is so excited for her but th- that's the thing is like there's I, I will say in my brief experience with bachelor verse and whatnot there's like it's like a very prevalent thing of like people of like the contestants themselves trying to weed out who's like actually there because they want to like maybe get married and who's actually there because they just want followers and shit like that so bachelor verse but these are all always... ladies i don't think they want followers i think i think they the, these these might not be instagram models looking for clout um, these ladies might be looking for one last. Well, um, yeah, it's the, yes, the, the I'm, I'm well. I mean, I'm more going back to whoever the hell this guy is, this bachelor oh, dude that, is. You fair. know. Um, now I've like, also I'm like learned with... that apparently these two met as he was a go-go boy, which right. checks out. Right. Was go-go um, boy his professional? Yeah, he was on I, listen, Bachelor. Uh, listen, I I did not expect to ever cover Monica Beverly Hills on this specific podcast. Right. You sent me the article. Like I literally couldn't even follow the like headline. I was like, I, I was so lost. lost. <laughs> I was like, right. um, but is, let, let's be real. Can we ever follow Monica Beverly Hills? Not a silken clock. No, not a silken clock. Um, are you going to be performing that song one day? I don't think I could do it justice. Save that no, one. For I mean, dolls. listen, you can do the armography. Love me some armography. What other reality stars do you want to shift that make absolutely zero sense? That's the thing. It's like next thing, next thing you know, it's gonna be like they're gonna be saying like some gay house guest from Big Brother is dating like Monet Exchange. You know, it's gonna be some weird like Frankie Grande. Yeah. I always forget that he's like a regular Big Brother contestant. I guarantee well. you, Frankie Grande has banged at least five Rue girls. Probably, well, all of them probably from New York, but it's probably <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, um, throwing that, my sister is on Ariana Grande line out like it's candy. Literally, listen. I mean, he knew Selena, so it's possible. Selena. It's Didi's. Have you have you journeyed back to the ninety oh, minute episodes? Selena. I forgot. Yeah, I, forgot I listen. There's, I'm sorry, I can't go through them again. I don't have time. I literally cannot go back and watch the season of Drag Race in my life right now. So, oh, so if there's mean, crazy oh, shit happening, feel free to tell me, but I can't do it. The seventy three current it. seasons of Drag Race are keeping you a little busy. I'm very very busy. But, it's insane. I have to learn new languages. I just started Duolingo um, Portuguese because it's it's hella confusing. Come on, um, Greg. But I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. Ill means I. Ill. Ill. <laughs> Ill. Uh, that's what Duolingo sounds like when you press keep pressing the. Oh, that's Ill. Funny. Ill. Ill. That's funny. Um, so much fun. So much fun. 
Uh, but yeah, soon I'll be learning German. Um, I mean, at least that one, thanks to music, I know a couple words like Guten Tag and Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Um, can't wait, can't wait. All right, let's go to some sad news. He didn't go over 100. Legendary game show host Bob Barker has passed away at the age of 99. The longtime host of The Price is Right, Bob Barker has died at his home of natural causes. The Price is Right honored the late legend with a special tribute episode hosted by his successor, Drew Carey. Aside from always remembering to spay and neuter your pets, what are your fondest memories of Bob Barker? Because mine will always be The Price is Wrong, bitch, from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> that's funny i forgot about that um so no, i mean i think I, I think like very much like a generational thing of like when i think of bob barker and the price of right i think of like being sick at my grandma's house like with yeah soup and ginger ale did um, you ever want to come on down did you ever want to play the price is right yeah I, I mean i love the price is right i like always did when i was a kid i just went through another like phase where i was watching it every day earlier this year um a kid i worked at camp with was on the prices right like how did he do year. he didn't get called but i saw him <gasps> in the audience oh, loser <laughs> um, um i always loved the show when i was sick too like that because what else are you gonna watch because you're i mean the competition was the view and let's be real when i really gate out i was like no we're watching the view um yeah. i love me a good talk show um, but the price is right has always been great. My favorite is when they did the reality specials, when they did the specials for Survivor, Big Brother, and the Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it they're doing another Survivor one. Oh, exciting. So it's gonna be a new one. I don't want but I don't want Drew Carey talking to survivors. That's weird. Why's that weird? I don't know. It's Drew Carey. I was I will say I have not really kept up with the Drew Carey era. Um, mostly because, like, again, Bob Barker, who he was just perfect. Well, I was when I was when I when I kind of got back into it earlier this year, and I was watching it every day. Um, I didn't even I didn't even realize like he's been doing it for like fifteen years now. Like the math in my mm-hmm. head, he took over much more yeah. recently. Um, but I was laughing because so I watched the second half of the of the Bob Barker like special. Um, it led into Big Brother. Uh, <laughs> And it was funny because there was a line Drew Carey was like at the end, he said, you know, Bob Barker had a career in television that spanned 50 years, something that, you know, will never be done again. And I was like, Drew Carey, you're like 12 years away from that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what do you mean 50 years will never be done again? Like, you're almost there, Drew. Like, <laughs> I was like you were on TV I guess in the 90s. <laughs> Yeah. yeah um yeah I, listen i think this was a sad passing but i think we all were like is it happening when is it gonna happen yeah. this is, i mean it's um, one of those I, it's one of those stars that eventually you're just kind of like well the next time i see his name in the news will probably be, be yeah. him dying but you know what good for him for staying at 99 i literally the only thing that made me tear up a little was like a tweet that was like kind of crazy how Bob Barker got as close to 100 as possible without going out from Louis Vertel. Like, yeah, yeah, we just wipe my tear. Um, it was very, very, very funny, very sad, very cute. Um, uh, but Bob Barker, he's definitely going to be one of those legends we will always have mm-hmm. fondly in our heart. Um, my cat comes, I mean, indirectly, very indirectly, but my cat, the, the, um, rescue that i get him from 
got like they survived in the pandemic through like money from the Bob Barker's Foundation. That's amazing. Yeah. So look at that. Well, you can play indirect tie with your cat now. There yeah. It is. Right. As my dad, okay. my cat jumps into the bag of cat food, not at all concerned <laughs> with how much it costs. Yeah, not at all. Superstars of music are boot scooting, boogieing away from Scooter Braun. But Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, Dina Menzel, and more have said thank you next and parted ways from music manager Scooter Braun. Though Justin Bieber has recently denied that he is looking to part from his longtime manager and bestie. After a long time dispute with Taylor Swift over the rights to her the master recordings of her first six albums, Swift decided to re-record her albums in a bid to own them herself. At the moment, Braun's client list includes Ava Max, Black Eyed Peas, Dan and Shay, and Tori Kelly. Why do you think this man is losing his A-list client roster? Do you think perhaps, as rumors are saying, they feel underappreciated? I think it's because he fucking sucks. I've like never yeah. heard a good thing about this man. Like every time I hear any reports about him, he's just like a garbage person. He like treats people like shit. Um and anytime, I mean anytime. I, you know, I've seen like, I've, you know, I've seen crisis PR and stuff like that. You know, it, when every single A-list star that's on your roster is dumping you in the same week, like something's coming, something's happening. Like they all know something. So, something you know? happens. Something it's like, happens. it's like, it's like when a school of fish is swimming in the water and all of a sudden they swim somewhere else. You're like, oh, I was probably a shark somewhere. <laughs> right. Um, now, Braun has always appeared chummy with his clients, notably um, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Do you think the gray area of friend and boss got muddied? And is it possible that like all of these younger stars that he worked with were baited by Bieber to bring them along and they realized in their older ages, uh, no, this man's not good? Yeah, I think that I'm sure there's just like, you know, there's like the, there's very much like people who are good at convincing people that they mm-hmm. are you know working in their best interest and everything like that regardless of whether or not they are um and i'm sure that there's you know I'm, but i mean again like I, I i'm sure that this story of like you know the story of scooter braun being a piece of shit like it's not exclusive to one person in hollywood like sure. by all means i'm like i'm not gonna sit here and say that every person that you know that like he's the worst person to work with point blank period i'm sure that like every single person you could work with has some stories but i think that in a situation where it's you're just getting out of the game, you would like slowly offload your clients and you probably like have them set up with other managers before the announcement comes right. out that like they're stepping down. But for all of them to just like publicly also, why was why was he managing Adina Menzel? I that one I can't figure out. I, because she wanted a pop career, I guess. I, I yeah, I mean she well she trying she trying real hard. Um, but yeah, so sure, the yeah. thing is, like, I'm just like, I, something's got to be coming. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've never felt positive vibes from the man, but I also was oh. not, I'm not a Swifty, so I, I don't know the whole saga between the <laughs> masters and everything. Yeah, that's the other um, thing too. Like is that to probably have, is. Yeah, yeah to have like a history of the Swifties being like dragging your name through the mud at every chance is like. His name is truly. I mean, <laughs> I, I, 
I, I have to imagine because like this has allegedly been happening over the past couple of months. Apparently Adina dropped him in January and it's only coming out now. So I don't, so not really sure, but do you think the Taylor Swift situation has caught the attention of these music stars? And they said, if, if she's doing her own thing and be doing okay, doing it, I don't need him. I think he's going to fuck my career up. At least just from what I've, you know, observed, I think that there, we're starting to get into, we're getting to a weird point in the music industry where like executives can't break anyone because TikTok kind of fucked everything up. Mm-hmm. You have huge, you have huge names kind of like on every scale of the pop roster from like a list people down to like, you know, D list people, whatever that are kind of realizing, looking around and being like the old rules of the game do not particularly apply anymore. And I can probably figure out this landscape by myself or with you know mm-hmm. someone who believes in me and not an industry person who is tied at the hip to you know a bunch of other clients and things like that. So I definitely think there's a movement kind of in pop music in particular right now where people are like looking around and being like, yeah, I can do better than this. So let me just do it. And the reality is, as you said, the landscape of music is definitely changing because you can be your own manager and get yourself onto itunes and and apple and spotify because you can just release a track nowadays um like there are a lot of drag artists who they don't have management but they're just putting tracks on there and they're going viral because they had their other platform but they don't need anything right now yeah sure i'm sure some of these people want to have a big career and they're going to have to be able to get in to make that happen but like when you have a song like let loose become super viral and she released it on her own there are ways around the music industry. Um, So if it is true that Justin Bieber is staying, do you think it's because of the longtime bond or is there something else going on? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I look at the list and it's like, all right, 73 women left and one dude stayed. (laughs) And, you know, they're just like, now I've, I've read every single article you know, I've read articles that say every single thing under the sun of being like, he's not looking for a new manager. He's slowly looking for a new manager. He's trying to get out of his contract. It's all made up. Like, I, you know, so it's very much just like, you know, there's 73 sources and they all have a different thing. Um, I also just don't think that it seems at least a little bit more like Justin's not particularly in a place with his music right now where he's like, He's not trying to push a new album. He's not trying to put anything out. So he, no. he kind of has a little bit more of the luxury of being like, oh, yeah, no, I'm still with him. But like, what's being managed right now? Nothing. So he could, he could right. not be doing what anything for him. What is the next generation like, oh. of Justin Bieber even going to be? Right. Very that. I never got the appeal of Justin Bieber, but whatever. The album purpose had some bops. I will, I will say mm-hmm. that. Did you like Yummy? Yummy, Yummy, Yummy? Oh weird right it's a weird song yeah it was something uh scooter braun i'm sure there will be a um tell-all documentary about you coming out soon so say, we're that. gonna get the new york times presents special on hulu and then a yeah. week later we'll get yeah, the netflix special happen. and then two weeks later we'll get the max special yeah max fuck you we're not calling it max just like we're not calling it x it's twitter I'm, and hbo max and I'm, I'm like about to cancel my max it's just like not even Why? worth it anymore. I think, well, mostly just because like, there's nothing new that I'm trying to watch on it right now. So You're not going to watch the new season of The Gilded Age? 
I liked it. It was fun. I didn't didn't even watch it. And Broadway stars. I was gonna say it it, it looked good, but I just—it's not worth. I don't watch enough on it. All I'm gonna say is when Disney officially gets Doctor Who on Disney Plus, I don't need Max no more. There you go. I love Doctor Who. If you don't watch Doctor Who, friends, you got to go do it now. It's the best. Here's your one chance, fans who don't let me down. Get me out of this corn maze. Reva McIntyre is receiving a high honor from the hillbillies and hicks around the country as she is being featured in 40 corn mazes throughout the U.S. In conjunction with the October release of McIntyre's new book, Not That Fancy, Simple Lessons of Living, Loving, Eating, and Dusting Your Boots Off, 40 farms in 24 states will feature the Reva-themed corn mazes. It was bound to happen, right? I like how you, I like how your voice got twang in it when you read that. I had to. I had to do <laughs> it's it. So funny. I had to do it. I mean, it's the thing. Do they pick? Do they do? Do they do they theme their mazes every year? Like, I don't think so. I think that this company, Amazing, worked with them and said, "Here's our client. Do whatever you want. Gotcha. Make it happen." So she's a trendsetter. I should expect. She's a trendsetter. To see, I, I mean, expect to this see... is brilliant marketing. This oh, is yeah. literally brilliant marketing. Very like. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a Barbie corn maze? That'd be fair. That'd be very. I mean, yeah, I can imagine. How are you with corn mazes? Are you amazing? I mean, I, I enjoy them. I. It's they're definitely one of those things where it's like they seem like they're going to be super easy, and then you get into the corn maze, and you're like, everything looks the same. Yeah. Where, I've never done one. Go. They're fun. I we, we used, they used to do that. They used to outside of like the town that I grew up in. They used to like plow a corn maze. Um, listen. And most of the time when I see the corn maze, it just fields of corn. It's usually in a horror movie, and things don't go well. Yeah, yeah. They they. It's very hard to uh, pull off a corn maze that doesn't give like Shining. <laughs> Could you imagine like Reba being a killer in the Reba theme of maze? That's Reba, the horror movie I want. Reba horror movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see her being a killer. No one would suspect her. She's just a, a single mom who works two jobs. She's ugh. I'm trying to think of there's a there's a there is a horror movie that I in my head always think what Torn Hearts, is that what it is? It's got like Yeah, it's. I don't know. This is gonna sound so stupid, but it's got Katie Seagal in it, and in my head, okay, I always just for some reason think that it's Reba. It's not the same haircut. Never, never has been, never will be. But in my head, I always think that this movie Torn Hearts, which is just like it's like a country, it's like country music, like you know, like horror movie, mm-hmm. whatever. I always think that Katie Seagal is Reba. Now, Reba got Cormes. What other wild cross promotions should be crafted? Like, who will get an escape room? Is it Gaga? Gaga should get an escape room, right? <laughs> right. Um, well, I mean, anytime she puts out a new song, there's always fake Starbucks promotions. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, how about a drag race escape room? I believe there's some out there, but how would you do in a drag race escape room? Or would that I was say, there's one in like Montreal or something? 
I'm not yeah. bad with with escape rooms. I think, but like, mm-hmm. I I don't think I'd be able to like do it on my own. Like, I'm really good at like kind of like as other people point things out, I can start to connect dots. I'm good at like you know bringing it all together. But if I was in there on my own, I'd be like, well. Um, obviously like I, i'm sure i'm sure someone has already made a dolly uh corn maze but i can just imagine some asshole making a dolly corn maze and like the boobs are gonna be huge yeah this is, it just be and they're gonna tits. enjoy that too much they're gonna enjoy making those big tits way too much um what what other uh, themed game adventure challenges could could singers get what, what else to give them oh <sighs> I'm I'm thinking of like past cross promotions. I'm thinking of when like Born This Way was advertised in Farmville. <laughs> oh my god, I almost spit my drink out. Um hey, this is the closest to it. My poor farm. It's probably in ruins by now. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here here's one. Who will be getting a Pokemon created after them? What that's what I was gonna artist? the most recent Pokemon game, when you beat it, the credits play and an Ed Sheeran song plays over it. Hell. Like, it's like there's literally why? an Ed Sheeran jump scare because he, like, wrote this because, like, for the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, they, like, contracted a bunch of artists. There's, like, a Katy Perry Pokemon song. There's, like, a. But the Ed Sheeran one, they put over the. the they put over the credits of this new game. It's literally you beat the game and then they, you get tortured with Ed Sheeran. Do you remember when Weird Al put out his Pokemon song? No. Pokemon? You don't remember Pokemon? Oh, I'm sure I do. Krabby, Snubble, Van and Nat, Mankey, Chansey, and Zubat? You gotta go listen to it. It's really good. If I'm telling you, if I ever did drag, I would perform that. It's unhinged, and it's amazing. Um... All right. Okay, we got Pokemon. What? How about? Um. Let let let's find out and figure out another one. Let let let's say Final Fantasy. Who's getting the Final Fantasy character besides Nikki Doll? <laughs> um. Who's getting the Final Fantasy character? Is it Rena? Should Rena get a Final <laughs> Final Fantasy character? Rena, put Brittany in Final Fantasy. Oh God. They got. They have a Nicki Minaj skin in Call of Duty now. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. Wow. Possibilities are endless. The possibilities are endless, and we're gonna come up with new ones. But maybe we should go into marketing. Let's just quit our jobs right. and go into marketing and 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 work with the Barbie team because clearly that that's the greatest marketing team in the history of the world. Yeah, they uh, one of the most well-funded ones too. My God. They just did said, you buy any of the special edition Barbies? No, I didn't. Did Stop I pre-order myself. Weird Barbie? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I pre-ordered Weird I want, Barbie. I wanted to... Listen, if if um, Dojo Mojo Casa House uh, Ken was not $75, I would have gotten it. That's the one that I was like, I want that. And then I was like, no, I'm not spending $75 on that. Not $75. Cannot do that. Cannot fathom it. Um, but Ken you know Gosling. that is going to be Ryan Gosling, one of the biggest Kendall. Halloween costumes. Yeah, yeah. everyone's going to be Barbie and Ken. I'm like no, but Dojo Mojo Casa House. Oh well, yeah, that, yes, uh, as well. I have, I do have. A I can see you doing it. 
I was like, I have a friend. I can see you doing it, and you're going to cut your hair, you're going to dye it, and you're going to do it. No? Touched. It does need to trim. Oh, man. What, why, why are you keeping your hair long forever and ever now? Yeah, I don't know. I'm bored. We'll see. You know, I'm sure eventually I'll get Just bored of it. Just do not pull a Britney. Do not, do not shave at all. I can so see with it the clippers. Oh, boy. All right. What are you looking forward to next week? Next week? Um... You know, uh, just more than usual. It's been a fun season of Big Brother. Um, yeah. It's September. We're not even close to even being halfway through. I'm literally, I cannot. I'm like, what, it's day like 32 of 100? <laughs> it's going to be a long one. Um, I'm looking forward to having five drag races to cover. Jesus. Five this week. Stronger than Stronger than the Marines. Because some reason they said Mexico, we're going to do twelve episodes, and Germany, you're going to start now. So five. Oh, they're airing all the ones that were filmed in that studio at the same time, and they're not hiding the fact that they literally just painted over shit. <laughs> if you look at the main stage, it is identical. They're they're not even trying to change yeah. the backgrounds or everything. That archway is still that weird fun funky <clears throat> archway, and in the back, oh, it, it's insane. Like someone failed miserably. Um, but at least the Germans did not have to do a jungle themed promotion. I was literally about to say at least the at least the <laughs> Germany cast got a different promo. Those, yeah, yeah um, those, those promos weren't like they were literally the same like templates basically literally they put them in the same little jungle set changed out the car uh, got rid of the the leopard and gave him something else and and they're like here no one will notice i've been yeah, like is i did ai mid-journey being like change this change these leads a little bit <laughs> right um wild but yeah um scout i know you're gonna be uh getting ready to come on the podcast weekly because uh, our fever dream is coming back soon, oh. earlier than this year. Earlier and longer. Yeah, we've gone from we've gone from a six episode season to a twelve episode season in just two years. It's gonna be a lot. But of hey, season. Chiara Francini, she's still here. We're we're Thank happy God. to have her back. Thank God. They... And I have I've now thanks to one of my fabulous listeners from Belgium, I found out why Tomaso Zorzi is gone. What happened? Oh, we can talk about that when we get because they changed. They changed um, uh, distributors, and he's under contract with another production company. Um, gag. Yeah, that makes me so mad. So that's what ha- happened. So sucks I mean, for what, him, but um, yeah. If I was him, I'd be mad. I don't really care if he's gone. right. But you know that when we eventually do my idea on Global All Stars, and we bring um, guest judges who are judges from other franchises, he'll get a shot. Yeah. I, listen, as long as Kiara is still there, I'm good. Could you imagine Tommaso Zorzi sitting next to RuPaul? Can you imagine Kiara Francini sitting next to Michelle Visage? That's that's the fantasy. And unlocking. Yes, that's the dream right there. There it is. And RuPaul will be like, I don't know what's going on. Oh. Pure insanity. <laughs> All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Uh, at Scott Sonner everywhere, and um, coming up in what three weeks now? Oh my god! Oh my god! I gotta, drag. I gotta do drag. 
Come catch me at trade. Just I almost said December. <laughs> September 22nd. Uh, the Kylie album release party. Baby break the tension. Can't wait for it. <laughs> well, until next time. Uh, bye.